This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. We are live and enjoying a brand new time slot here on Zoomer Radio. It's Consignment Heroes now at 11 a.m. Same show, same staff, same content, though. And our phone lines are open. If you have a rare or interesting item or a collection of things or some old furniture or record players you're looking to get rid of, wondering if you need to uh, take them to the dump or sell them for a fortune, well, there's two guys in this room that can determine whether or not you uh, have a rare item that could be worth a ton of money and you might not even know it. Maybe it's been an heirloom sitting in the basement for 30, 40, 50 years. If you have something interesting and you're curious about its value, we have two experts in stuff in studio. They are Paul Kenny and Bogart Kenny. You know them from TV's Storage Wars Canada, also A&E's Northern Treasures. You can also find them on Netflix and right here on Zoomer Radio as well. Our oh. phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, there's a toll-free number you can call. That's 1-866-744-740. So whether you have gold, silver, jewelry, maybe even broken jewelry, fine china, figurines, sports cards, memorabilia, antique televisions, record players, VCRs, who knows what you have, radios, toys, coins. You can call this show and get a real-time market value of it because we are live. The number again, 416-360-0740. Good morning. It is morning. We all made it in in the new time slot. Barely. Barely. (laughs) I got the note late too, yeah. You've been promoted. Yeah, no, this is apparently going to be a better time for us, and more people are up, and this is, uh, we're not competing against the baseball, we're not competing, the Blue Jays are nothing, well, they're actually on a winning streak. Yeah. We're not competing against Two any games. sports. As of count. late, yeah, not competitive. Three Bogart okay, for people counting. Okay. Yeah, no, so uh, um, I'm looking forward to it, but I mean, we have to tell people that we're on right now, Yeah, because people usually had their lunch or went out for a picnic, went to see and listen for us, and we make them smart. So we got a whole new group of great listeners that we're going to make smarter today. That's or help. right. Well, and for everyone that uh, that likes us at 1 p.m., we gave them no notice. So if you know somebody who listens to the show, let them know. We've moved from 11 p.m. or 1 yeah. p.m. to 11 a.m. And we're much smarter in the morning, aren't we? Uh, it's not proven no, that way so no. far. Yeah. No, no. All of us okay. barely got in for 10.30. <laughs> what kind of week was that? I had a big week as well. I mean, I, mean, I know I rant about the second opinion and... Wait, it's, it's, it happened again, again this it's, week. It's, it's, twice, twice it happened. Now I, I just one person like I'm going to say we are right next to another very big coin shop. They advertise a half a million dollars a year. Okay, they have. Big, what do you mean that's their budget to spend for advertising? Half a million, a half year? a million a year. Wow. Well, he got mad when I first moved in there. He said, uh, 
um, I spend a half a million dollars a year. I don't want you feeding on us. He says, I spend a half a million dollars to get him to the parking lot. And I says, you get him to the parking lot, and I'll treat them fairly from there. Okay? But because he spends that, like, it's like when you go to Vegas. You think those big hotels are built with their money that's lent it to themselves? That's your money no, that they built. built on my money, yeah. That's built on your money. So he's got a great big building, big fancy doors, all this. And as a general rule, if he's paying you, I'm going to just say this because it happens all the time, and I can prove it. If he's paying you $4,000, we are paying between $4,600 and $4,800 for exactly the same stuff if you get the second opinion. And that's on coins, gold, and silver. If it's on jewelry and he's paying you $4,000, we are paying between $5,200 and $5,500. That is just the average all the time. Whenever we get a thing from him, he writes it out. And the people leave, and they come over there. And like, and I, you know how I say, if a person won't give you the price over the phone, they're not being truthful with you. Not, they're not they're not being truthful, but they should be more transparent with you. If someone gives you a price of three hundred dollars, and as you turn to walk out, they offer you six hundred, you should not walk out of that store. You should run out of that store. And anyone who will not allow you to get a second opinion is not. What are they afraid of? You only get to sell the stuff once. And I understand a lot of people get intimidated. This guy's done this much work on this. But you're paying for that work. And you only get to sell the stuff once. Sell it for as much as you can. And if I'm not paying more money, don't sell it to me. Mm. I mean, it's. I'm saying this like, I'm not that, I don't want to see people not, not ripped off. I mean, I want people to get as much as they can for their goods. Well, they still might yeah. want to sell it to you just because you're a nice guy. They might sell, no, but... But the idea is like, would you rather, for walking 50 feet to the other side of the wall, they can make on a $5,000 sale, they'd make an extra eight to $1,000. That's what you should have called But most people store. don't even see themselves as sellers. Like, I, I think the more, the, like the more sad story that I would hear is like, oh, you've inherited grandma's beautiful Paragon cup saucers and the whole set, beautiful silverware. And you go, well, what am I going to do with that? So I'll donate it to Goodwill or I'll throw it out. Yeah. Because... They just don't even have the time to invest to investigate these things. That's why this show is so important. I'm going to say garbage. Does our garbage man go around with a checkbook? We don't have a garbage man. Oh, okay. We, <laughs> if we had a garbage man, he would not go around with a checkbook. That's what people throw stuff out. Oh, remember last week we were talking about that cup and saucer? I have to figure it out. Yes. Yeah, so hold on. Let's just recap the story. So you picked up a cup and saucer that was fairly rare. I believe somebody sold it for $15. You said... No. No, they didn't. They got a second opinion from me. Right. They were going to sell it for $15. They got a second opinion. You ended up posting it online. Yep. International bid took it at last check, 700 and change. Oh, no, no, no. Let's go higher. It well, that's where we ended it last week. Where is it now? It ended up. Now, this is... It ended up... Someone's calling that's, me right now. When I tell people to call, call the station. Yeah, call, call the, the station. station. We're live. This is Consignment Heroes. If you have a rare, interesting item, you have access to two experts and stuff. They have found fame and fortune, identifying value that other people overlook. Sometimes it's something you never think of. An old box of Cheerios from the yeah. 1960s. Guess what? Could be worth a fortune. Don't open it. Don't clean it. Call the show, and we can tell you what it might be worth. Our number, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Okay, so someone had a, we're going to call her um, Mildred. Mildred had a friend, Anne, and Anne told her to get, uh, her, she had a friend who would bring by the cups and saucers. He offered her $10, but for this special one, he's giving her 20 So we ended up getting, lucky the person listens to this show, and they says, you know, I'm going to give Paul a call. So I, we went there. And uh, we're getting her $858. Wow. Now, we get a percentage. Tell me about this cup and saucer. What's the deal with it? 
I don't know. I don't care. I, I'm sure the consigner <laughs> doesn't care either. They just want the money. But uh, like, was it JFK's cup no, and saucer? How does that go for so much money? It's one of the ones we talk about every week on here, and I try and help people out. I'm the one that's been telling people, if it says Paragon or it says Ainsley, this was an Ainsley, if it says Paragon or if it says Ainsley, and it's got lots of flowers and lots of gold and lots of flowers inside the bowl, let us take a look at it because it can be good. This one I thought was going to be worth three, four hundred. $858. Now, I asked our listeners out there, would you rather have 100% of $20 mm. or 70% of $858? Mm. I, can get cal- I will send free calculation- calculators <laughs> out to anyone who wants one to figure yeah. this out. Okay? Yes. But it's important. And a lot of people are sitting there at home and they don't, they don't know. And I said, that's what we do. We're not, we are here to help you. That's what we do. And on this cup and saucer, the ones that were even a little bit broken, we got $135, $200 for two out of the cup and saucers. For broken cup and saucer? For broken cups and saucers. What's going on in the world? This is crazy. Well, I, I don't say, I don't instruct, I don't advise. You don't judge people. the market, I you just explain the market. Okay, yeah, fair enough. That's, that's the words I was looking for. Yeah. Bogart was just like, what the heck? He's exactly saying what you're saying. But the client is happy, and there's other things like that. We looked, we saw a card set this week. Literally would fit into a cigarette pack worth sixty thousand dollars. Give me go- some names. Who was in there? Oh, it's Nielsen's. It's Nielsen's um, uh, baseball, and it's uh, early um, Ruth's in it, Cobb's in it. But it's it was only issued in Canada, and it's one of those sets that um, there are people having them in their basements. They don't realize this. And that that little he says he said sixty thousand. Now that's sixty thousand U.S., so that's almost ninety thousand mm. dollars. Okay, and we were going to help them sell it. But this is what happens, and it could have been thrown out to the garbage man, or Bogart saw it. He, I would have thrown it out, too. So. Not thrown it. You wouldn't have thrown it, because you know a little bit more than that. Well, okay, and we're talking about individual items, but a lot of times what you guys deal with, and by the way, uh, Paul Kenny and Bogart Kenny, they have a store. It's located at 10,341 Young Street, so that's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie on Young Street, 10,341 Young Street. We're talking about individual items, but many yeah. times you'll, you'll unfortunately, somebody passes away and maybe their family lives in a different country and they say, we need to understand what's in this house, house and bring in a realtor, but yeah. all the contents are there. And they go, well, how much, you know, am I going to have to throw it in the garbage? If they call somebody like you yeah. or even somebody just downsized and they go, I have to get rid of three stories of stuff. Yeah. Why don't I call in Paul Kenny, just have him briefly go through some of my old heirlooms or collectibles or things I've forgotten about. Maybe been there 60, 50, 40 years, whatever the story is, and have you go through and arrange the what would be a living estate sale or, in the other case, an estate sale. Yeah. And in many cases, it pays for itself oh, maybe a hundred times over. Yeah. hundred and, and better than throwing it out. And, and like I said, we are experts. Okay. I know that our lover and we have new time listeners today. They don't realize I was... Uh, before I was on Storage Wars Canada, I was replacements in the United States, that big replacement, China replacement service. I was their largest Canadian supplier. Wait, what's replacements for people that don't Replacements understand? is everyone's gone online. You have to get a, your Royal Albert, Old Country Rose, you want to buy a soup bowl. There's a big company in the United States out of uh, North Carolina mm. that would send buy, sell you the stuff. But so they they're have, a network to connect to people that have odds and ends to complete yeah. a set. Okay. They're the largest China replacements company in the world. Their, their facility is like 35,000 square feet. And we were, and I was, their largest Canadian supplier. I bring stuff from Canada. This is when the dollar was a lot higher, bring stuff from Canada. So I know my China, my glass. I also know my sterling. I'm probably in the top 10 people in the country for sterling. I wrote the book 
on Canadian hockey card prices in 30 yeah, years ago. that's right, yeah. So I actually... Literally wrote the book, yes. Literally yeah. wrote the book, yes. okay? So I know my stuff just as what other people would take six weeks to go, and I had a chain of comic book stores, okay, back then. But on, I, would, I can do in 10 minutes what someone else would take 20 hours, and then they would end up calling me anyway. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's my credentials, and that's what I'm trying to teach Bogart even though he's a reluctant wor- learner. <laughs> and, we're t- and we're trying to get that information out to the, the, to the listeners out there. We're saying, hey, um, this is what we can help you out with. And if it's no good, if, what, if it's no good now after I go through, it was no good before, so you're no further behind. The first half hour that I always do is always complimentary. Okay? And I will tell you if I'm going to charge you any more after that. But I say it's worth it for you. And there's been places I go in and say, you don't need my services. Here, do this, this, and this. See life, you know, get rid of this stuff. Yeah, sell go your about house. your life. Yeah, yeah. That's still advice, though, and that's good advice. <clears throat> no, but we, I try and be as honest as I can. I don't. I'm not looking to retire on every deal. Well, you were. No, saying, you don't need to. Yeah. You do enough volume. It's not an issue. Yeah. yeah. Remember, yeah. you were saying that like the person was they held like 50 TVs from like the I don't know the 40s or the 80s or something, and like yeah. they're all worth like a certain amount. Where one thing right beside it that's sitting in their kitchen cabinet is worth like 10,000. Yeah, some 000. weird ashtray that came out yeah. of an airplane in 1960. You know, just is sitting there on the base where they have no idea it might be worth a fortune. You know, something like that. Well, the scrapping and stuff. Like, and we do the silver plate. Everyone in 1960 got if you got your your you got married. And the gift you got was silver plates. He said cutlery, whatever it was. People bought, spent a lot of money at Burks or one of these big stores and gave it to you. You bought it. You looked at it the wedding day. It looks nice and shiny. Once every two years, you shine it up. Put it in a visible shelf so people can see I have it if they come over. But we're not using it. Yeah, we're That's never how it was using in my it. family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like um, I used to have a Chinese, I uh, know, uh, um, um, Italian family next to us. All their furniture was covered in plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I, but the first time I saw it, I thought it was weird. I says, well, you just got all this new furniture. And I come back two weeks later, it's still covered in plastic. Yeah, you know, I identify with that. I've never had plastic on my furniture, but I, I do, I can see the merit in it. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> or, or I'm we, a big conservation <laughs> preservation guy. No, but I don't I, know, where, where do you get the plastic for the couches? You just never take them off from the, the factory. No, 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 no. It's not wrapped. These it's are like fitted plastic covers. Seriously? You've never seen that? Oh. oh, in the 80s, you'd see that all the time. No, I've seen it like once, but I'm like, oh, that's just new furniture. You no, take that off no, that'd be like custom wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, I don't know if I must have been a dirty kid, but there was a lot of parents that would not allow their kids and me into the living rooms. We were always... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah. if they have the plastic on it... You know, no, no. Well, there were a lot of rooms that like maybe had a piano and beautiful furniture that just kids weren't allowed in. Period. Yes, it was just yes. this like little museum room full of you know tchotchkes and upscale furniture. Yes, and nobody's allowed in. Yeah, but that's that's a different time. Except you. Yeah, now that's true. You, you can But assess. now they saved all that stuff. But they saved that stuff is sometimes the stuff that's not worth the money, like Royal Dalton's and yeah. stuff like that, or Hummels. You know. Um, but life other- is different now. That I will say that that like even now, you watch any home renovation show, like oh, what are they going to do with this house? How are they going to renovate it? You know, remove the wall between the kitchen and the living room because they just want that one continuous space yeah. where they can almost reach for the fridge while watching TV with a laptop on their uh, um, in their lap, and that's how people live now. It's all one space. Yeah. How long I- until you just also sleep there? I don't know. Well, I think I grew up well because we weren't allowed in the house. They kicked us out all the time. We were playing road hockey as kids. Now the kids. Yeah, smart <laughs> parents. Go on the streets and see if you see kids anymore. I have to worry about this. We don't see as many kids as we used to see. Okay. That's right. To or be fair, we're in downtown. 
Oh, and we know. are way off the rails. Hold on a second. We, we've got calls we got to get to. we got a okay. whole show. But you're right. We should also reiterate that uh, Consignment Heroes, which has been a fixture here at Zoomer Radio, we've switched time slots without yeah. telling anybody, by yeah. the way. We just sort of did it today. There, there was no major announcement. This is the big announcement, not the fake announcement, the real announcement. Yeah. Consignment Heroes is now live 11 a.m. till noon on Sundays. Uh, sorry if you're going to be disappointed for those not listening that yeah. want to hear us later in the day. You'll find us here now. We'll try to spread the word this week through promos and stuff like that. If you have a rare or interesting item, maybe you have gold, silver, fine china figurine, sports cards, other sports memorabilia, rare autographs, antique televisions, record players, radios, toys, jewelry, call, uh, coins, you can call us right now. Get a real-time market assessment. We are live. And the number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. we got to get to work here. Okay. Uh, Bill in Burlington on line one. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Not bad. And what do you have? Um, it's funny. Actually, uh, someone told me to call Paul, and I turned on the radio, and he's on there. So nice. I figured I'd give a call. Oh. I have, uh, well, my cousin, he's passed away. He has a collection of uh, comic books. Uh, he was a big kid, comic books, hockey cards, stuff like that. <clears throat> someone said there's, there's some good ones in there. I should give Paul a call. Okay. Comic books are something that need a specialist to look at them. And I, I remember about four weeks ago, and it depends what time period. I sometimes judge if a person's 75 years old or 65 years old. They had them as a kid. They put them away. And we got a collection about um, three weeks ago. No, no, actually, no, five months ago now, um, where we bought uh, two comic books, three, actually. Yeah. One we bought at a show, at an auction. If I went to someone's house, I would have had to pay them $20,000. We end up with $33,000 for a comic book out of 1958. So it's not that long ago, okay? And another one, we got a world record of $33,250 for a Lois Lane number Wait, one. Wait, world record? Like wow. over the States, too? Yeah, no, no, this this is the highest book ever, the highest price ever sold because we knew what we're doing with it. We put it, we, we do the, uh, you've heard me on the show, we talk about authenticating stuff with autographs and stuff like this. Mm. But what we did, we send it off to a third-party uh, grader. They put it, what we call, put it in a plastic container, give it a grade. So the person buying it is willing to invest in these comic books. So this is why sometimes they're only worth a dollar each, and that can be it. I bet it's a dollar's better than throwing them out. But if there's a good one there, and it has, you need an expert because, like, say a Hulk 382, I'm gonna go. Is worth 380 is worth ten dollars. A three uh, a 181 is worth five thousand, and a 182 is worth two hundred. We want to have the 181, but you got to know you don't want someone coming in and cherry picking. It's got to be validated. Yeah, it's got to like be like a home inspection. You see a house that says "house sold as is, where is," and you go, "Uh oh, yeah. is it the roof, the furnace, the foundation?" You know, they don't even care to tell you, and uh, it's going to be valued much less than somebody saying, "Hey, listen, not only was it bank assessed a month ago, we had our own inspector." Yeah. And I mean, you got to market it. You got to make it something that people feel safe. It's got to be a warm blanket as opposed to a terrifying ordeal. Well, comics are such a big market. One recently sold for $3.2 million, okay? A comic. Yeah, and there was one comic found in Canada sold for a million dollars. Like pages, like, you know, newspaper? No, this is a comic book, like a 12, a 10 cent cup comic book. And it sold for, in cash, $1 million. How would anyone know if they're looking at a comic like that? That's why you have to have us in there, okay? Because well, people... That's, that's why I called you, because apparently there's some good ones here. Uh, that's why someone said, give 
this guy a call. He knows what he's talking about. Okay, but you don't know the actual issues. Do you know the era? Is what what they're is? Not, they're not sitting in front of me. But the one they said was good. It's, it's uh, an old Superman, and he's I don't know. He's holding something up in the air. Okay, if it's Soupy One, that's worth at least a million dollars, and up to three million. Is that the lingo, Soupy? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So okay, sorry. I'm. For our listeners, welcome out to there. the in group. Yes, <laughs> but we had comics, and we're, we're, we have a comic this week with a, uh, a weird comic with somebody severed a head uh, in 1950s again. It doesn't have to be 40s; they can be 50s, 60s, like a Spider, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Fantasy 15, which is the first Spider-Man. And I know some of our customer, clients are there are going to be bored by this, but there's one in the basement. One just sold for 1.1 million dollars. Hmm. That's from 1960. <clears throat> so we're only talking, uh, quick calculator. 50 years ago. 57, 60. 57, 60. 58, uh, 58 years ago. And people have these in their basement. So okay. fair enough. So, Bill, uh, the answer for you would probably be take that collection or uh, uh, call in when you do have some of the finer details on that stuff because grading will be important as well. The yeah. store is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. So right on Young Street, just north of Major McKenzie, 10,341 Young Street. Well, does Paul have a number I can call? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the store's number is 905-737-4653. That's 905-737-GOLD is what it works out to be. I'm, I'm going to give my other number out, this one here, because I don't, don't mind. Don't do that. That's a no. bad idea every time. But you know hey, something? Someone just called you like five minutes ago. Well, yes. I, don't call me during the show, but no. I've had people who are in a gold shop, and they say, this guy is paying me um, $12 a gram for 14 carat. And I tell them right away, on the spot, I says, how many grams you got? If it's 14 carat, I'm going to give you $280, and he's offering you 120 Which one would you rather have? I... I want to make money. Okay, I have to. I got to pay for this show. I got to pay for my shop. I got to pay Bogart. He was overpaid. Hungry gotta, mouths. You got grandchildren now. All, yeah. But I don't want. I want people not to get ripped. I want people to get as much money as they can for their goods. So just so we're clear, you're about to once again give your personal cell phone number for yeah. use in the case of emergencies. People want on the phone. Second opinion. And I'll give them the price right over I the phone. I hope they call you at midnight and say, what are you wearing? No, I don't answer the phone then. <laughs> I'm up. Oh, yeah, I'm up. Six well, I want to get the most money, too, and I was told he's the guy to do it, so. Yeah, 647-298-8989. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. I will give anyone a trend. If anyone calls me and they say, I've got this, and if they know the weights and stuff, I'm not afraid to give my prices. I want fully transparent, and it's better that way. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have to retire on every deal, okay? And I'd rather people, even if they don't sell it to me, that they get the right price for it. Please. Yeah. Because I service. believe if you give to the world, the world gives back. Yes. Okay, and that's well, just it. I was it. told you're an honest guy, so. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I disagree with the mentality, but it's true. You are a straight-up guy. <laughs> yeah. All right, our next caller is going to be Grant and Barry. Grant, welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are live in our new time slot, 11 a.m., Formerly 1 p.m., but you can find yeah. us here now at 11 a.m. on Sundays. How are you? Grant? Hello. Yes. Hey. Welcome to the show. You are Thank live. Thank you very much. I love saying I love this show. Great. Well, what do you have? Really, really good. Thank you. What I've got here is a tie. It's a black, or I'm pardon me, a blue, white, and red striped tie. And it says at the top, presented by a special arrangement with Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, Fillmore East, Monday through Saturday, October 20th, 25th, 1969, Joshua Light Show, The Who, performing the entire rock opera, Tommy. Whoa. Whoa. So it's a commemorative tie honoring yeah. The Who and Tommy, the production. 
And it says on the back, The Who performs Tommy C. Graham, F-M-E. Oh, you're breaking up. This is you're killing breaking, me. No, it's but so you know what? We'll put you on hold. We'll get you a clean answer when we come out of a break. That sounds like a nice little item there. Sounds like a great item. A good piece of rock memorabilia. I can imagine that ramp, you know, mounted next to an autograph or something like that of, a, of an album. Yeah, nice but how piece. many people would save them, number one? This is what makes collectibles. Well, it has a really collegiate look, too, because you can yeah. picture the tie in your mind, yeah. No, but this is going to end up on someone's wall next to the ticket stub and stuff. And it depends how big the concert was. depends if everyone got a tie. depends if only 50 people got a tie. There's a lot of different things to I've work. I've never seen this item. I've never seen this item. I gotta, I'm going to look and try and do some research. We'll here. get to the break, and we'll find out more. So Grant and Barry, hang on the line. Sorry, you're... you're in and out, and uh, and I'm very uh, I have ADD um, in a major way, so I can't pay attention when it's broken. Uh, next caller will be Doug in Etobicoke. Doug, you're live on Zuma Radio. Consignment Heroes, how are you? Fine. And what do you have? I've got a, a key eating sewing machine, portable, brand spanking new, never been used. But when was it new? I don't know. Okay, now it, it's never been used, but okay. Um, who was it made for? Was it a plastic one or steel one? Plastic uh, case or steel or uh, wooden box? It's a wooden box. or. Now, Eaton's used to have, it, that'd be just, it was one made for Eaton's, the same way that Hudson's Bay has Baycrest, and they Eaton's had its own brands because they, they would charge a little less yeah, for them. I if think it, it was Singer's. Singer would be, Singer made excellent machines, but unless yeah, but I it's think a, they made singers, the singer made Eaton's. Yeah, but they would also switch around to different manufacturers. But the one singer machine that always sells is what we call the featherweight. It weighs twenty-two pounds. They use it for making quilts. The other this ones have gone. Heavy one. Yeah. So what it is, what we've got to do here is uh, it's it's on a steel base or just the box only. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I no, opened it up and put a needle in it, and it's been like that ever since. Well, you don't do a lot of sewing. Okay, I understand this. Now, but unfortunately, neither, neither do a lot of other people do a lot of sewing anymore, and they'll rather throw their clothes away and buy new ones rather than fix them. So sewing machines are not as popular as they used to be, and they'll buy a new one for $75 or $100. <laughs> so your machine is more as decorative. It's probably going to be as a, as a prop, and it'll be worth... $50, $60. Yeah, you were saying that generally the old sewing machines that do well in a second life scenario are the ones that had sort of the metal press yeah, to yeah. move them and the tabletop, but they won't use them or display the sewing machine. They'll rip that sewing machine off, they'll refinish the wood, and it becomes a $1,000 end table at somebody's Muskoka cottage uh, yeah. on the side of their couch. But that's where they look good. That's where people want them right now. Thank God that people have lots of cottages and they're trying to recapture their childhood in their cottages. Yeah. The man cave up north, as we're calling it. Mm -hmm. And they buy this kind of stuff. Like yesterday I saw well, it looks good, though. Like, it looks good than anything you can buy new, that's for sure. Yeah, it's got character. That's yes. what people are looking for, character. They don't want this stuff you get in the big box store. I saw yesterday a table that was on a bike. Hmm. It was weird. It okay. was it was like an end table that was on one clunky old bike that's never going to ride again, and it was like a six foot table on a bike. Oh, I weird! That was kind of cool. Yeah, it's like repurposing the stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you don't pay a thousand dollars. You buy it for two hundred bucks, and you know, and then you, then you uh, toss it away later. That's furniture. <laughs> everything costs a thousand dollars for some reason. I don't know why, but that's if you want anything decent, it's a thousand dollar coffee table, thousand dollars for two end tables. It's just that's the number. Well, I know, but I feel bad. You know, a lot, we're at, we're going to have a sale in the next couple of weeks. We're having an auction. We have a lot of brown furniture, as I call it. And 
good, made out of solid wood, not a piece of particle board in the bunch. Okay, nothing, no chipboard, none of that stuff. Yeah, mahogany's, um, ashes, all this nice wood, nicely finished. You don't have to do a thing to it. We're going to get a hundred dollars for an end table, fifty dollars for an end table. Same thing. You go to one of your arch, one of these bigger shops, and then you'll pay, like you say, a thousand dollars, and it's got character. But people are reluctant to buy it. The only ones that are selling are what we call convertible furniture, something that's something, and you can convert into something else, make it bigger. What, like a fold-up table or something fold like that? Fold-up table, drop-leaf tables, that kind of stuff. Mm, okay. You know, but I don't know when, mid-century modern still selling. I've talked to the clients out there. Anyone's got your teak and Danish, you know, mid-century modern. Like yeah, if it looks Scandinavian, it's probably worth money, yeah. yeah. That we can sell all the time. Yeah, Victorian stuff is tough, and uh, Georgian stuff, we can still get the money for the really good stuff, but not out there that much. Okay, we're going to look into the Who oh, yeah. Tommy concert tie. we got to take a quick break here. Uh, we are live at the Zoomerplex. This is the new time slot for Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio, so we're live right now. This is our new regular spot, 11 a.m. till noon, no longer 1 to 2 p.m. If you have a rare or interesting item, you can give us a call right now and get a real-time market assessment from two guys who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying value that other people overlook. You know them from Storage Wars Canada, Netflix now, and A&E's Northern Treasures, as well as this show. So if you have gold, silver, fine china, figurines, antique televisions, radios, record players, sports cards, sports memorabilia, maybe bats, gloves, autographs, jerseys, whatever it is, if you think it's worth uh, you know, an extra bit of money, or it might be an unidentified gem, you can call this show right now for a real-time market assessment. The number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live at the Zoomerplex taking your calls about your stuff. Are you downsizing? You need somebody to clear out 3,000 square foot house? They deal with estates. They have a store. It's located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. You can call the store during regular work week hours. Here's a number you can keep with you. 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. We were digging into the Who Tommy Tie. And we are not finding anything that we would hang our hats on in terms of valuation. I need to have, I have a vast library in my store. I need my library. Um, sometimes the internet is just not caught up with this stuff. But I, this, anything to do with uh, the Who, anything like a concert, it's this is a beautiful piece. I do not have a price for it. <clears throat> well, we I'm do stumped. have, well, we do have like, um, 
it looks we don't know if it's a repop or not. So yeah. we're seeing stuff that appears to be reproduction at twenty two dollars. Yeah. So this would so that looks like a repop to me. They're saying it's an authentic nineteen sixty nine concert tie, but we don't know. Really? So I would buy that. In, I would buy that in a New York second. Really? Well, For twenty two dollars, if it's right, it's a great item to have. And you know how we talk on here about the story. Yes. And if people have items that says, make sure you tell your kids the story. I'd love to tell the kids the story. Now, I might have a hard time pushing that I was at that concert. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I would buy this piece just for the story that's behind it. Yes. You know what I mean? So like, authenticity is an issue, obviously. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, this is reproduced. So I, we don't know. We don't know. At $22, I'd buy that without even thinking. If just you were the guy at the concert and you could somehow have a ticket stub as well, another weird market, by the way. Sometimes yeah. a ticket stub is worth more than the concert poster. It just oh, works yeah. out that way. Yeah. No, and that would, I would put those, put, if I think the ticket stub and that would probably go for four or $500. Frame it up. That would be, and the story, Tommy is one, is one of the concerts of that time period. The Who, an iconic band. The fans around the world. Sorry, I had, I have a couple of cool questions for you. So so for somebody who in their bedside table that's sitting in their basement from 50 years ago that has concert stubs, have you bumped into somebody who was like an avid concert, concert goer and they ended up having oh, yeah. thousands of dollars of yes, stubs yeah. that they would have otherwise thrown out? There must be hundreds of people that have stuff like that. Well, we even going one step further. You know the old racehorse tickets? You know winning tickets? A secretary goes for $100. I had a What do you mean? If just the name secretariat is on the stub? When Big Red... His last race was in Toronto. That ticket, a $2 ticket, is worth $100. A winning ticket or just A winning any, ticket, $2 really? ticket. Because wow. people didn't cash them in. I had a ticket from... Oh, right. They'd have to have kept it, of course. Oh, well, it. that'd be very rare, wouldn't it? Worth, that's what I'm saying. I had one guy had a $100 ticket and kept it. That is really weird. But I had a um, ticket, the match race between Seabiscuit... Oh, I can't remember the other horse. It was a big horse. Uh, Toby McGuire was in... The, in uh, he in, was on Seabiscuit. Yeah, he was on Seabiscuit. Yeah. And no, he wasn't. He wasn't on the race because he broke his leg. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's competing but, against. Okay, fair but enough. But the ticket from that I sold for 800 US. Wow. Just the the winning ticket. Is okay. that the horse crowd? Is that because they're so rich? It's all strawberries and cream no, all the time? No, they don't pay. They don't pay you money. The horse crowd, no, they don't pay. Oh, um, oh interesting. Okay. Like, you, I, I'd like to get, um, you know, the picture of uh, the 11... Um, Seagram uh, King's Plate uh, horses, they have that. That goes for like five hundred dollars. But uh, the horse people rather pay they pay the money into the into the into the tote boards. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Or or trophies. That's another thing that we don't talk about enough on the show. I also buy trophies. I love trophies. What do you mean, like an old? Like, it, it, give me an example. Somebody has an old trophy of their bowling title that they won at the no, local no, okay. regional no, tournament, no. and it has no. a guy with a bowling ball on it. You want that? If no, okay, I'm gonna say if they're figural. This is the difference on figural t- and people have trophies. Like there's a figure on it. Yeah, if Sorry, it's I'm just slow. a cup, and it says uh, a guy won it. If it's a major event, like say NHL or baseball or um, hockey or something like that, and it's um, a guy winning the Bing, the Lady Bing or something like that, like an old hockey player, those are worth thousands and thousands of dollars. But other ones that are not don't have to be that nice. But if they're figural, they've got a picture of the horse on it. They've got a hockey player with sticks there. They've got a baseball player, a full-fledged baseball player on the trophy. People collect those. They can be worth several hundreds of dollars, even if they're silver plate. Okay? And people have these at home. That's another case where I have to see the stuff. Okay? Right. And this is another thing that people have. It's up in their attic. It's in their basement. They haven't had it out for years. They, and I don't want them to clean it. 
Before they give it to me, leave it as black as it is. Normally we get them very, very black and tarnished. Leave them like that because what will happen is if, if there's any wear through and they clean it, it'll make it look uglier. Right, yeah. Okay? But we have those things that I want to see. Like I, like I have a lot of different areas that I really like, like a like uh, the China, like we talked about, and I can't overemphasize that people have to get a second opinion, the gold and silver, okay? Like right now, people should be buying uh, gold bars and silver bars, mainly silver bars, but we don't get enough, and price matters. Like right now, we're selling maples, and you know what spot is? Spot is well, like, we've got to specify what maples are. Maple is a silver one-ounce coin, okay? Made by the Canadian Mint. Made by the Canadian Mint. We sell them for whatever the price of silver is, plus $2.70. We're the cheapest in the city. If someone wants to buy them, like my neighbor is like a dollar more than we are. So if you buy 500 maples from him instead of me, you're paying $500 more for exactly the same silver. And this is where it's getting a second, like anyway, I say get a second opinion. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. you said that? Yes. Okay. When you're buying something, it's no shame in getting a second opinion. If you were going buying a car, you don't buy from the first salesman who says, hi, I got this car for you. Well, people feel bad. They want to be like, oh, he put time in trying to sell this to me. <laughs> oh, that's true. There's you know? a lot of guilt sometimes. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there. How many people out there, when they bought their first car, bought from the first salesman who sold it to them? Most of our clients out there said, I wouldn't do that. And after you get used to it, you would go back to the guy. If he treats you really well, you would go back to him and buy, and you don't even have to check his price. But the first time you're buying something or the first time you're selling something, you got to check to find out who you're dealing with. Yeah. A car is a tricky example because some people, if it's their first car, they just drive by, they see it, they fall in love with it, whatever the cost is, is the cost. They don't even think of that stuff. No, but they will still shop around. They'll say, okay, I'm going to go to another dealership. Yeah, fair enough. But that's what we're trying. We're trying to tell people, use your common sense. This is not a show for, we're not trying to be real fancy, fancy, you know. We're just saying, we're trying to give you some common sense, things you can do and should not feel bad about doing. Business. Hold on, I have a question about the penny, but first I want to give the number. So we're live on a new time slot, 11 a.m. to noon will be our new home for Consignment Heroes. We're at the Zoomerplex taking your calls about interesting items that you own. If you think it has some special value, our phone lines are open to you. You can get a real-time market value by two experts who have found fame and fortune in stuff. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town or even out of the country, you can call our toll-free 1-800 number. It is 1-866-740-4740. So whether you have... Buying china, plates, saucers, cups, some of them sell for $800 or $1,000 nowadays. Paragon, Ainsley, those are your big names. Figurines, Royal Dalton, sports, sports cards, other memorabilia, and all sorts of antique furniture and cabinetry and record players and TVs. I know a guy, sorry, just to change topics, the number, 416-360-0740. Yeah. Um, some guy who estimates, he's a buddy of mine, that he might have two to 300 pounds of pennies that he never got rid of. And now he thinks if he just holds on to them long enough, they might be worth more. And I go, okay, help me out. Help me okay. out. So they're sitting in his basement in, uh, you know, like big water cooler jugs. And I guess he used to have in the a basement? change collection, yeah. And then over the years, he filtered out the nickels, dimes, quarters, loonies, toonies. And now he's storing pennies in the hope that okay. someday they'll be worth okay. more. Interesting story with the penny. To make a penny, it costs $4, or yeah, $0.04, four cents, cents, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh. what do you do? Literally, there's probably thousands of people listening going, oh, me too, man. I'm in on that penny business. Before I answer that, I want to tell one of my favorite stories on pennies. 
when I first opened my store, Bogart was there. Oh. Guy calls me up. He says, uh, do you buy pennies? And I says, yes, we'll buy them. I don't give them a price yet. And I says, I'll buy them as long as they're sorted by year. Click. Sorted by year. Yeah, because we want them in all the 1942s. Wait, together oh, yeah. I do remember. Yes, yes, yes. So about, I don't know, 14 months later, guy calls up. He says, do you still buy pennies? I says, yes, they got to be sorted by. And he says, before I sub, yeah, I know they got to be sorted by year. <laughs> so then we say we're paying, I don't know, I think something like $1.50 a roll or something, about three cents a piece. And uh, he says, he's got. <laughs> he's laughing for people that know. 3.5 million of them. <laughs> 3.5 million pennies that he sorted. By year. That's insane, man. Oh That's God. insane. How are you going to do that to somebody? But but anyway, but, but back to the penny. And for those listening in America, we yeah. get a lot of people listening from the States. You know, Canada got rid of the penny under the Stephen yeah. Harper regime oh, yeah. uh, maybe five years ago. I don't know how long ago it was now. Uh, so Canada no longer uses a penny. So whatever, you know, they said turn them in. I don't think people care to do them. I used to, I used to be amazed just before they banned the penny at how many pennies I'd find in the gutters. Yep. I, I wouldn't even bother picking them up. So... Okay. <laughs> no, but they're worth for the copper. So, but you can't melt them. Yeah, we, we still buy them. I think we buy them for around seventy-five cents. Like if they're unsorted, we'll buy them, just like the banks will. But we don't sort them, and because the copper in them, up until nineteen, I think uh, ninety-two, there were more copper in them. After ninety-two, they're nothing. There's oh, zinc interesting. Okay, so steel, zinc, made to yeah. look brown. But sure. there are machines that'll sort them out. Um, it is one of those things that uh, people can bring their pennies in, and we're doing them a favor. It's like that. When you know when people buy those uh, uh, twenty for twenty dollars, you know the silver coins from the mint. Yes. Well, they're only worth twenty dollars. They're only going to be worth that. Right. That's what they're stamped. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Luckily, people can still bring them back to the bank. Oh, that's I got another bad. Let's not get sidetracked. So, yeah. to my friend with the pennies in his basement, should he hang on to them for another five years no. and triple, quadruple his profit, or just move on with his life? No, because even then he's going to have to sell them. You know, and it's like how much space they take up. Lifting them, he's going to get a bad back. Yeah. Well, you can't even put all the jugs in he doesn't the have trunk to sort of one car, I don't think. As a too heavy. favor to you, if he brings them in, we will buy them from him. But we actually don't even count them. We just weigh them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, it's just... <laughs> but the idea of someone sorting them is almost impossible. Uh, we are live, and this is our new time slot. It's Simon Heroes, 416-360-0740. Let's bang off some callers. We're going to go to Hal in Kitchener first. Hal, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. What do you got, I man? I got this Singer sewing machine. It's a treadle style metal. You, you kick, you know, you uh, one hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars. You move your feet back and forth on the thing. It's got drawers and yep, 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 contents and stuff in it, and it yeah, works. No. Is this one got Muskoka side table written all over yeah, it? Yeah, this has got Muskoka side table written all over it. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We're saying if you can rip the sewing machine oh, off, throw that in the garbage, sand it down, stain it a stylish color, well, it and then take it to an antique show in Bala. to rip it out because it's hidden inside the cabinet. Yeah, no, they fold down. You can do that, but most yeah. people just put a table on top or they'll use them. Well, they sell a table on top. It's yeah. got the whole thing on top. Yeah, they'll sell between uh, 75 and $150, okay. and uh, they do sell. And um, it's you know part of our past. Well, it's ancient. It's a, it's an old one. Nineteen twenties. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful furniture. Yeah, cast iron. It'll be a cast iron base, and uh, they'll yeah, make them like that. You can't see as much. Pardon? That's underneath. You can't see the cast iron and the tr and the the treadle and all that stuff. You can't see that because you see the cabinet first before anything. Oh it's yeah, a very yeah. nice looking cabinet. Beautiful. Still, we're, you're not going to get any more than 75 to 150 yeah, no, no, bucks okay. out of me. No. Okay. 
That's no, still pretty still, good. That's better than I would have guessed. Thanks for the info. All right, man. No problem. Uh, Michelle. Michelle is our next caller. Michelle, in was it Fenland Falls? Yes. I'm Hi, Michelle. Falls. Welcome to Zuma Radio's Consignment Heroes. Hi, thank you. And what do you have? Um, I have a Cat 4 model Victrola um, that's um, in uh, original condition. It still works, and it's um, 1906. Oh, okay. So what was the brand on that again? Vitrola? No, no. Vitrola is oh. what it is. Pardon? What was Pardon the brand? Me? What was the brand? What was um, it's actually Vitrola. It's got the the dog on top. The RCA. Oh, it's an RCA. Okay, okay. They go, yeah. um, because RCA was a big company, they go between 100 and $200 if they're still working. You still get needles for them. We have, mm-hmm. if somebody wants one of these, we have a, a one, we've... We just bought about a house with about 250 1978s in it that I'd be willing to almost donate to somebody. On um, they Wait, weigh slow a lot. Down. What do you mean the records? The records are the records play, for it. It plays 78 speed. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and okay. it has. Does it now? Does it have a nice horn on it, or is it just a imbe- uh, the horn that's built into the machine? It's built into the machine where you have the doors that you basically use for your volume. Yeah. And it's got the shelves in it. Um, so there's like the two small doors on the on the yeah. front, the first part, and second part has the larger doors. Yeah. What will happen here is that this will go, uh, the cabinet, a lot of people are taking the patrol out and they make them into record and into side tables. But it will mm-hmm. still be worth about $150. I have one right now at my booth in Southworks uh, in uh, Cambridge where we sell mm-hmm. some of our stuff. And I think I have $120 on that. Uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a tabletop. Now, the cabinet, once it, underneath you can still put the records in it, right? Yes. Yeah, now that'll, have, that'll be a selling point because people want a place to put their records. I'll get 100 to $125 for an old record holder. That rather rather than an old table, because it, people associate, people are starting to collect vinyl right now, and vinyl mm-hmm. is very hot. Uh, it's people are buying. We buy and sell records every single day, and people are buying and they want to bring them home. They got to put them somewhere that looks nice, and neat, and they want to look at them for a while, and then they close the doors and they can cover them up when they want to. Okay. So, but, Michelle, the question is: Do you want to be a seller of an RCA Vitrola, or do you want to begin being a collector and buy Pauls from Southworks? <laughs> right? It's there. Yes. In your yes. booth there, Michelle. Do you want to buy or sell? Um. Uh, I'm always willing to buy, um, you know, the records. I just, I was really interested in finding out how much it was worth. Like, if it was worth more, I might have sold. But to be honest with you. All right. Well, I still collecting. Paid, That's cool. I think we paid about $85 probably yeah. in 1984 yeah. from an auction. So you got a return on investment. Yeah. It's not spectacular, but it's there. The ones yeah. that sell, you know, the big horn, when they have the big horn, they're visually really impressive when they have that great big horn on top. In that case, they don't even have to work because yeah. it says it all there as a, as a statement piece in your living room or your whatever it is, your library, yeah. your den, yeah. So the ones that so that's show the one better. To collect on then to to pick up if I can find one in good shape. Yeah, the ones with the horns are the always the ones, and you'll end up paying four, five, six, seven hundred dollars for those. But they do look impressive. Yeah, they do yeah. look impressive. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for your call. Uh, okay, our next caller, you so you're welcome. And enjoy us on our new time slot. In case you're just tuning in, Consignment Heroes has moved time slots. No longer Sundays at one p.m. We are now Sundays at eleven a.m. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, 
Would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. We're back and we're way behind. we got to get to some phone calls. This is Consignment Heroes. Oh, we're live. Oh, I can tell my story? Okay. What's your story? Yeah, we got time for your story. Yeah. Okay, I'm in a bank this week, CIBC. Yeah. I want to put money in the bank. Okay, I go into one of these new fancy banks. There's no tellers in it. Okay? I'm oh, you mean like a kiosk where you walk up? No. Yeah, it's very got? weird now, CIBC's in Toronto. Yes. they got a guy on a computer and someone on the back and stuff like that. So I want to put my money in the bank. Yeah, I got cash. No, we don't handle cash. This is a bank. You don't handle cash? That's like a gas station not having gas. That's okay, right. Okay, I say yeah. this to him. It's very says, weird. He says, you got to put it in here. And I says, well, where's the tellers? He says, we don't have tellers. I say. Well, people are still adjusting even to checks without envelopes, right? So you just put the check in, it takes a picture of it, shows you the picture, and then prints it out. I know what you're saying. It's a weird world. But I just want to talk to someone. I want someone. So this is about a 20-second transaction that takes me 10 minutes. So I'm talking to the guy, and I says, uh, why are you doing this? He says, well, it's because we're going to the future. And he says, the millennial. Who are these people? Millennials. 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 Yeah. Whatever. These new people. And I says, they do everything on the phone. And I says, well, these millennials, do they come in the bank? He says, no, they do everything on the phone. And I says, well, why are you changing the bank, who makes me mad, for people who don't even come into the bank? Yeah, they're not going to start suddenly start coming to the bank because it's cool and hip. That's a good point, actually. This is not a bar. So you're catering to an audience that never comes to the bank anyway and making it frustrating for any, everybody else. That's yes. weird. I, that being said, I love my banker at CIBC. Thank okay. you, thank you, thank you. He's a wonderful guy. But I do agree. When I walk into the new branches, it's like you're walking into like a Google or a Facebook. It's like all space age. There's a lounge area, hanging lights. Can I help you? And you're like, yeah. Can't we just do how business has been done in banks for, let's call it 500 years? We want to change that? All right. Would well, you know what makes me the maddest? When there's a guy greeting me, can I, can I point? And I know where I'm going. I'm going in the line. I'd rather you be back there as a teller so this line would be shorter. But that's just fair me. enough. Now we're really behind okay, in calls. Sorry. Okay. Aaron and Brantford, sorry about that. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I've got a set of Norataki china. Okay. Limerick is the pattern. Yep. Uh, the, uh, I believe it's like a full 10 place settings and like the gravy boat, the teapot, teacups. Paul, how come in all this time I've never heard the, nor- the name Norataki? Oh, Norataki and Mikasa. Norataki is Japanese. Uh, much bigger... Because Okay, this goes back to our history again. Because we were an English colony, and all the English China, they used us as a place to sell all their China. So Norataki, which is very big in the United States, and, very, and so is Mikasa in the United States, much bigger than here, because it really is a cheaper China compared to the English China. And so we were more dedicated to dealing with England. The Norataki that we did get here, and we mainly sell down the United States. Your Limerick will sell. Um, wow. Holy cow. This is actually a good pattern. It's a lot more than you expected. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's good news. All right. She's in that Norataki money. Yes. Actually, and I'll bet you most of it's going down the United States. 
Yeah, like a, a round. Can you speak in numbers? A round vegetable dish will sell for around fifty dollars. That's one dish. One dish. Yeah. So this is so uh, a full oh, place setting. Oh, sorry. This is Nortaki, Ireland. Oh, so it depends on the country it was distributed yeah. to, right? Nortaki originally started. Okay, I stand corrected here. I just because I looked it up. Nortaki used to be a Japanese company, and probably still is. They still make some, but they probably moved some of their facilities to Ireland. And that's the name Limerick as well. So this pattern does sell. Like a sugar bowl is eighteen dollars. Um, I can just see um, a covered vegetable is two hundred and fifty. Okay, so generally a table setting of with uh, for ten and all the trimmings, you're going to say what two to three hundred dollars somewhere in that vicinity. No, no. no. Okay, well, I'm, I'm just trying to get, <laughs> jump two. We're in a rush. I, I can't express enough. We're five in a to rush. six hundred, and give me a call, and we can put it on consignment for you. Okay, there you go, Aaron. Okay. Five to six hundred dollars, you can put it on consignment. Our next caller is Bob in Cambridge. Yeah, that's right. How, how's everything today? Pretty good. What do you got? Hey, I got a Blue Jays jacket. It's, uh, I got this about 27 years ago. I picked it up at a grand sale for about, uh, I think it was about 15, 20 bucks, somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay, is it the leather one with the J-H on it, standing for Jeff no, Hamilton? No, it's all blue with the, just the emblem in the front, the ball with the Blue Jay head and the maple leaf on it. What's the material? And that's the only crest that's on it. Silk or um, cloth? Yeah, silk or whatever that yeah. material is, yeah. They go for about $50, $60, but if you had the Jeff Hamilton one, which was given out during the World Series, they sold originally for $2,000, and they look like something out of that Elvis would wear in Vegas. Um, they go for about 2000 And then wow. you've got the other yeah, ones that go those. for about five, 600 But they're the leather ones and the collector ones. Yours was, they made a lot of it, but $50, $60 for a 30-year-old jacket. Wait a That's second. That's kind of cool. Bob, what did yeah. you pay for the jacket? Yeah, yeah. I paid about 20 bucks for it. All right. He's okay. in the money. You're there's, in the money. There's some ROI there to enjoy. All right, Bob, thank you so much for your phone call. Uh, oh, sorry, we lose Bob? We're going to go on to Donna. Donna's calling from the Niagara Falls area. Donna, how are you? Hello. Hi, what do you have? Welcome to Consignment Heroes on our new time slot. I know. I missed the whole show. Oh, I think I we're going to get a lot of hate mail for not oh, not <laughs> announcing that we moved. Uh, the, my, apologi- my apologies to everyone who doesn't yet know. We might tune in at one to hear us. They've already yeah, missed the I show. had it on a different station for another oldie show and just tuned it in for the news. And- well, Donna, there's okay. your mistake. And this is, yep. this is everyone be warned, okay? Yep. You're listening to Zoomer hits. Don't you yep. dare change the dial. Who knows what but other shows you might juggle. on at 10 o'clock that I like, I don't think. Well, so you I just suffer just- through it then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a Calvin Nichols print. Ever Ooh. heard of him? No. no. It doesn't ring a bell for me. Is he Canadian? I don't know. How many did it, how I many have prints? Very little information here on the print. Okay, well then I'll tell you what you can do because we can obviously get you a very quick answer. You're going to take a, a a picture of it with your cell phone and send the email directly to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That goes for anyone out there, even if you're hearing the show for the first time. If you have maybe an old broken down tractor in your backyard or whatever it is, an old uh, Ford pickup truck hub, hubcap, I don't know, yeah. you can click a picture of it and just send it right to, this is the address, uh, sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. So you don't have to call the radio show. We're only on an hour a week, but you can always send an email there, and they can say, I love it. That's an old Ford tailgate. 
It's worth $500. You know what's going to happen tomorrow? Normally on Mondays, I get 10 calls from people who couldn't get in on Sunday. <laughs> tomorrow, I'm going to get 50 calls, and what happened to you? Yes. And they're going to say, what happened to your show? Well, it's not canceled. The show is very, very successful, and thank you uh, for everybody. And, of course, spread the word if you know people who listen to Consignment Heroes that we have moved time slots yep. from Sundays at 1 to Sundays at 11 a.m. Any final thoughts? Come into my store and give me buy and sell gold through us. We will give you the best price for it, and we'll sell it to you for the least amount. And you can find that show at 10,341 Young Street. The store is at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. Special thanks to show producer Sebastian Hearn. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.